Welcome to the U. I am the hobo they know as Z, and I am usually joined by several people, but uh, the two people I have here with me are Noob Noob. All right, guys, we're going to fuck him in the ass. And we're also joined by, meanwhile, at the Legion of Beards, Scott Keebler sits and grows his beard to lengthy lengths. That amazing sound you're hearing on mic is the beard rubbing against it. Oh, the luxurious beard of Scott the Keebler. The amazing do sound. Do you condition? Yeah. Oh, God. Of course. You Shampoo have to condition. condition. You really do. Oil. You really do. You have to maintain. I hate shoulders. Maintain, yeah. I'm surprised he's been able to keep the gray out of it. Do you have gray hair on your... I think you have more gray than I do. I really... I was shot in the eye with a paintball gun, so obviously I have stress gray hair. He's, he's <laughs> very stressed out. Yeah. Uh, so in today's podcast, and I believe we'll be doing a YouTube show for this as well, uh, we'll be discussing Justice League versus Avengers. Uh, long time in the making, Justice League finally released, uh, what, last weekend? And now that we did our review on it and we've done all the spoilers and, and everything, we're going to tackle the big question. How did all of this get to where it is now and, and how does everybody feel about Avengers versus Justice League. And uh, I'm pretty sure we've already got two sides picked off, and, and I will work as, as moni- moderator for the uh, remainder of this episode. As you can see on our table, we have the victorious Hulk crushing Batman in his, in, his, in his mighty, mighty paws there. Batman's better. And um, it doesn't matter because the Hulk is ultimately victorious, I think, in total, the MCU is worth about you know three or four billion dollars, and uh, Justice League could barely uh, scratch its balls with how much money it made there. So, let's uh, get down and dirty, noob noob. What uh, I'm sure you're on the side of the Justice League. Yeah, I'm. Ab- oh, first off, I want to call you out for I, ha- I I have a job here, and you say what's on the docket today, noob noob. Oh, you didn't do that, t- well, you fucking dick. I have one it's a debate. I have one day to feel important about my life, and I feel shitty and just sit in my basement and play Madden all day. And then I, this is the day I can have importance. And then you, you take, have one job, you take and we didn't let you do it. But that's because this is a slightly different. show. I don't give it's a shit a what it debate. is. I want to feel like a special little kitten. You are special. So what's Thank on you. the docket today, Scott Scott? Oh, you so fuck today you. we're gonna go ahead and compare wow. Marvel and DC, the mm-hmm. victorious and more mm. amazing Marvel versus wow. the okay. petty and barely mm. able to survive DC. That's right. I think specifically for the time being, we will talk. Let's mostly focus on the actual movies themselves. Avengers one and two, and the Superior Justice League, and the, the, the Superior the on on whose account? Inferior, not Justice not League. according to the numbers, mm. not according to the numbers, not numbers even lie. close. Numbers, no, numbers lie. don't lie. Numbers That's lie. something that you learn when you get older. Um, I'm old enough. It, it sounds it sounds like uh, Justice League <clears throat> didn't even make well, is barely making enough money just to pay for itself. Not and, including promotion. And of course, they're just looking for profits, which so far there are zero. Yeah. It's now popcorn. It's now bucket sales. Second week sales. later, being dominated by an animated film. Yeah, it couldn't even maintain the first spot. It's Thanksgiving weekend, and it's an animated kids movie. What do you think's going to win? Well, Cocoa Butter? Coke, Dude, Coco yeah. doesn't even look like... It's a Pixar movie, which I, is great, but it doesn't even it look It got like a great it. review. I do believe Thor Ragnarok pretty much held the ground for a month. 
It wasn't on Thanksgiving weekend going against a lovable something or other. Cocoa. I don't know what cocoa is other than cocoa butter. Cocoa butter stuff and co- cocoa. I'm co- pretty sure it's like a Day of the Dead ripoff, which they did two years ago. They already did that two years ago. Cocoa so. Krispies. But people love to eat Pixar's dick, so of course kids are going to see it, and everyone's off during Thanksgiving weekend, so that's, you know, bad timing. Yeah, bad timing. I mean, it did make 40 mil so far from what we can see in the projections. Just so. the three-day weekend. The five-day is around 60, I think. Okay. I mean, uh, you know, it's hanging in there. I, 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 again, liked the Justice League movie. I didn't love it, but I liked it. And I definitely like the Avengers movies. Um, the first Avengers being, a, I think, a little bit better than, as most people would think, of uh, Avengers 2 Age of Ultron. Most people seem to have some complaints about that. I, I think it's uh, it's kind of a flawed movie. It, it, you know, it, it has a lot of disparate parts trying to put together one thing. So you know, we have two flawed movies going against each other with uh, you know, Avengers seemingly to be the top, but... I think we'll have some arguments in here that might point out more similarities between the two than, than most people realize. And maybe Justice League getting a bit of the short shrift by borrowing someone from Marvel, which I also think Whedon now. Can he ever go back to Marvel after ripping them for Age of Ultron 2? And now he's going to supposedly direct Batgirl, which I don't think he deserves to direct. And then it, ruining Justice League. Well, did... Did he rip? What did he rip about? Uh, After Avengers Age of Ultron, 2? he said he was done with Marvel, and he felt that the studio forced him to direct a movie that he didn't want to direct and put in more things than he wanted to. He came back maybe a year or two later and kind of recanted on some of that statement, but he's um, you know maybe because he still wants to make friends. But from what I remember, you know he had tweeted that he was just unhappy with the direction of the movie and he felt like. They manipulated him in in the way that the movie was presented, which I don't necessarily – I don't agree with because how much stuff did Age of Ultron even set up to begin with? Like I don't think it set up that much. And I think a lot of the hollowness to it is him, again, doing what he always does when he directs a movie, which is just plop in a bunch of MacGuffins and not really have a, a true plot. And when Marvel said, hey, maybe you might want to think about having a little bit more of an interesting plot here instead of just you having the Avengers chase some random object, I think he, he struggled with that. Ultron was pretty standalone. It didn't really continue on the storyline. It was just another battle in their world. It didn't intro, introduce or uh, bring anybody character. away, introduce anything. Well, it introduced Vision. Yeah, it introduced Vision, but... They basically uh, relying on the post credit scene to carry on the storyline. They didn't put anything in the movie to carry on the storyline. For Avengers 2? Yeah. What yeah. was the post credit scene again? It's been a while. That was Thanos grabbing his glove. Okay. Yeah. yeah. For the Infinity War. But I don't Infinity necessarily War. think um, that it set up a whole bunch of ramifications for... I mean... In some ways it set up Civil War, but that's because of the way the the Avengers saved, you know, the the Avengers made a mistake by creating Ultron, you know, Tony Stark did and him and uh Banner made Ultron and then that kind of backfired and caused them to basically kill, you know, thousands of people in Sokovia and then drop the whole city of Sokovia down on itself which created um the villain from Civil War uh, uh Baron Zemo. Baron Von Zemo. Yeah. 
So, I mean, it, I, but I don't necessarily think that the, those things weren't immediately, when you watch the movie, you don't know that, you know, it's just a matter of crisis that they, that they happen to inflict. But <clears throat> I feel like the whole movie was them just basically chasing Ultron and then having to stop Ultron. There wasn't, there, it seemed like there was stuff caught out. There was the, uh, the Korean woman who was the really uh, super genius who was like helping create vision, like, I, I felt like there was definitely something missing. There's a lot of great scenes, which I think were very Whedon-esque. Um, the scene where they're all trying to grab the hammer is a great scene. I think some of the scenes with uh, Vision and... Uh, I, I think when they first meet Vision's kind of cool. Like Some of those scenes are, are decent. And Ultron has some decent lines. I guess he was complaining about the setup for Wakandia, which... It was barely in there. All they did was say, like, that claw guy, whatever his name is, I can't remember. Black Panther? No, the the, the, the guy who plays Gollum. Oh, shit. Um, fuck, what's his name? Hold on. I mean, Gollum from Lord of I, the Rings. I know yeah, what his name is. Yeah, the yeah, motion, yeah. he also plays oh, the, the, the Andy Serkis is the guy yeah, who Andy plays. Serkis. Yeah, but. Andy Serkis plays. Uh, Warmonger? No, no, he Warmonger. plays, like, something claw. Like claw. He just plays Claw. Ulysses Claw. Ulysses Claw. So Ulysses Claw shows up just because those are the parts that Ultron wants to make himself out of, and that's those parts are made of uh, whatever the metal is that comes out of. It's not adamantium. It's something else that comes out vibranium. Of vibranium. vibranium that yeah. comes out of uh, Wakandia. I didn't think that that was like a huge like detour. It was just like something they slipped in there. But I did. You guys think that that was like heavy-handed where they had to intro Wakandia. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. No, it was just mentioned in passing. I didn't really <sighs> pick up on it that much. I, I don't even think at that point was Black Panther even barely mentioned as a movie itself. Black Panther wasn't mentioned at all. That was the first time they even mentioned Wakandia. They just said they stole it, it from It's Wakanda. Wakanda. Is, it's not Wakandia? Yeah, it's Wakanda. Yeah, okay, Wakanda. Whatever. Fine. Yeah, just like Chris Helmsworth. Everything. You can't say shit right is essentially where we're... No, I just we're... mispronounce things, which is... is it... Is it Mis- because you're homeless? The mispronunciating. Mispronunciation. No, my pronunciation is Pronunciation. Flawless. He should change his name to Helmsworth because it would be cooler, and Wakandia sounds much cooler than Wakanda. Because he's helming the hammer of Mew Mew? Exactly. Exactly. Mew Mew. So people should just change the way they speak to, to follow the way that I influence culture. Makes sense. Yes, Obviously. because you definitely influence culture. Oh, I do. <laughs> I was a hobo before there was hobo chic, and I was a hipster before there was hipster chic. Don't be a hipster. Uh, Nobody. I didn't call myself. I wasn't a hipster at the time. Nobody needs to be a hipster. How about a Hulkster? Hulk, I mean, that's fine. I'm a Hulkamaniac. Batman's, Batman's <laughs> the is better. Hulk, the original Hulk, brother. Although take I, your vitamins and your minerals. Take your, <laughs> take your vitamins and your minerals. What was that, uh, that movie? Hold, that hold on. I just got a... This is random. Suburban Commando. Joss, Joss Whedon <laughs> wrote a porn parody of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He wrote a porn... Are you sure that's not fake news? I don't... Like I'm, it's news. on IMBD. It's Buffy the Vampire Slayer XXX a parody. That... Oh, wait. Hold on. Based on characters created by Joss Whedon. Never mind. He didn't create right. those characters All either. Right. So. All right. He didn't? I don't fake know. Fake news. Why is it in fake his... Fake news alert. It's, I, on, it's on his IMDb. New, new it's on his IMDb. <laughs> I don't. Uh, he got. He might. He needs to police that a little bit better. I don't know. Maybe well, he doesn't care. Maybe that's where he had his casting cast. IMDb the, is not 
I mean, they're good, but they have their flaws just as Basically, much. anybody can say whatever they want. Yeah, you can go on there as long as it's you... not like Wikipedia. No, it's pretty close. It's as long as close. you pay a little bit of Is money, it? you can pretty much put anything on IMDb. Oh, that's right, because you have IMDb Pro where you can yeah. subscribe and edit and, it, and all If that you do shit. that, you can put whatever you want on IMDb. Oh, really? There's I a didn't... movie that I never made on IMDb, but it's on IMDb. Thank <laughs> you. Oh, attached made. to you? Attached oh, really? to me. Did it, was it better than release? Was it good? No, no, no it wasn't it good. Was horrible, absolutely okay. so, so horrible. Somebody that did the IMDb never saw credits before the movie was actually released. Somebody put up the IMDb credits. All the actors, before synopsis, the whole nine yards. Before principal, was just finished. took just took a picture from set, put it up on IMDb, and it's there, and it's attached to everybody, and it's because because everyone has to have their IMDb credit. It's that important. God, God forbid your name doesn't go on IMDb if you do one tiny little thing. That is the the seemingly what it seems like. It is. It's out there. It's people sad. Are, it's pathetic. Yeah, that they, people just want to get their their credit so, on IMDb. So the fact that a, a a porn parody is attached to Josh Whedon is not surprising at all. Actually, he directed an episode of Glee. That counts for something. Everyone uh, did. That, you know what that counts for? Is he was trying bro. to. Uh, Meet some some young ladies. Guest guest directing is it's you don't actually do anything. Those what shows the have thing? their thing. They do it. The guy comes in. All they do is attach a name to it. Usually they'll just bring cookies. You told yeah. Well, that's what you were telling me. You were listening to Kevin Smith's podcast. Yeah, Kevin Smith was talking about and it. He, he said his his DC experience. With he did Justice a League, couple or no no, no, no Super Supergirl, Supergirl Flash episodes. Flash. Yeah, but he, he was one ta- episode of each. He, he was talking he about did a doing, couple. Yeah, yeah, he was talking about doing the uh, Supergirl episodes, and he's like. Those shows, they know what they're doing. They do it every week. They have their thing together. They have their story. All you're doing is just showing up and just talking to people and hanging out. He's like, I brought coffee the one day. That was my job as director was to bring coffee to set the one day. And get paid and get credit. And get paid and credit, yeah. That works. Honestly, I'm looking at Joss Whedon's resume as a director. He hasn't done shit other than two Avengers movie. And then some dumb TV shit. But that's shit. why he fit the Marvel mold. I, I don't know why people were like, I wasn't excited when he was going to direct Avengers. I had no real, other than he has had comic book writing experience, I wasn't super excited that he was going to direct them. I think he did a good job with Avengers, but you can't just keep pushing out the same movie over and over again. And I, I think one thing that's really evident in Justice League is it seems like it's just the Avengers redone. How is the Tesseract all that much different from the Mother Boxes? There's in three the of way, them. In the way that he constructed those two movies, and you know, as we know now, he he did at least a third of Justice League. So a third of that movie is not Zack Snyder's. So from that being said, you know, you can see the influence. Now that we've had time to digest it and, and we've read a lot of the interviews and how there's a huge petition now, I think it's over 130 signatures, 30,000 signatures of people trying to get to release Zack Snyder's original three-hour cut, even though I don't think it's likely that it'll ever get released. It's not going to happen because then the studio has to admit <clears throat> that they screwed up. Well, they did. Yeah, but they did the same thing with Batman versus Superman. I think it has more to do with the way that you make movies. Um when you hand in your original, like it's not like it's the director's cut. It was really just the original cut, and not all the CGI was finished on it. Like they'd have to go back in and 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 finish shots, 
it's not the same. Like, and he had a list of reshoots that he wanted to do. So I just don't think that there is a movie that he completed that they can honestly say this is Zack Snyder's version. Like he left too early in production to do it. Also, the fact that it would be probably a completely different movie. Yeah. So they can't like the ultimate edition for BVS was the same movie with more stuff, giving you more to chew on and more explanations. That's where if they did a Zack Snyder edition, it would just be a different fucking a better movie. Absolutely, if he was there to finish the whole thing, but it would be just absolutely different, and that would just be conflicting because some people would like. There's probably some people out there that like Joss Whedon's version of Justice League more so than they would see uh, Zack Snyder's full version, and then that would just com- com- uh, you know have a disconnect to everybody, and it wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, I, I essentially feel like he dumbed down whatever Zack Snyder's version of the movie was, as I. You know, hypothesize that it would be more of like a conspiracy movie. You know, trying to build the team to stop a conspiracy of an invasion uh, from you know visitors from outer space or what have you. It was just became more of like the Avengers. You know, there's a villain. He has an object. The object's going to end the world. We need to get the object. You know, it, it. They just. It was. It's too striking how similar those movies are. And I'm like, uh, it, it. To me, it definitely. It ruins more of Whedon's legacy than it does Zack Snyder. I, I think we can kind of agree on that. Well, I mean, it's, it's, every movie out there is the same thing. You have your villain. You have your heroes. The heroes need to stop the villain. And well, that's but, how it is. Yeah, but just compare Batman versus Superman to Justice League or Avengers. Batman versus Superman, they keep changing who the main villain is. You're not 100% sure. You know, at one point it's Batman. At one point it's Superman. At another point it's... Uh, Lex Luthor, at another point it's Doomsday because they're diff- giving you different perspectives from things. Then you go to Avengers where it's literally just Loki trying to open a portal and the same thing, Steppenwolf just trying to terraform the Earth. It- it's not that convoluted of a plot. It's very straightforward. I-, I think some of the movies from the Marvel Universe are formulaic, but uh, others, I-, I think they have tried to have a little more the, the plots were a little bit more complicated, like Winter Soldier and Civil Wars, I think, was a little more complicated. I, I think they tried to change I, I'm not gonna I don't think they're just as basic and straightforward as Joss Whedon's versions are. I, I just and then when they tried to give him something more complicated, just my opinion, it seems like he balked from it. Like, how dare you try to interfere with my screenwriting, my my movie would have been fantastic without you guys telling me that the plot needed to be more like it couldn't be a sim- more simplistic plot than what well, the guy's Wayne still surfing. In. The guy's been surfing on Firefly and Serenity his whole career. That's that's what he's most famous for. That's what he surfs on the whole time. So in his own mind, he's the greatest thing ever happened to cinema and sci-fi. Well, and 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 I did give. Uh, I watched Serenity. Serenity's the movie, or is that the TV? Serenity's show? a movie. Yeah, Serenity. I was saw the movie. that. Not impressed. And then I saw the TV show, like at least a chunk of it. I didn't watch all of it. Firefly. Just wasn't that into it. I really wasn't that interested. And I, you know, I I'm a pretty big sci-fi fan. I would consider myself. It's one of those things. You either get into it or you don't get into it. I fell into it and I loved it. And I've watched all of them a couple times. Serenity. I think I was. Thought it was a great movie, but I thought it was a great movie because it was Firefly. It was what wrapped up the Firefly series because that just disappeared way too soon. Yeah, I don't mind when people like like things that I don't like. 
but I don't necessarily think that the guy is like the greatest thing since sliced bread. And then for him to get out there, I just I, I think the biggest thing is I feel like he's a hypocrite. And he's been a hypocrite for a long time, and no one's ever called him out on it. And I just, you know, he gets all the accolades in the world, and then when this movie goes to, like, garbage, this Justice League movie, he shirks away from it, doesn't want to take directing responsibilities. He won't put himself as the director, even though he directed a third of it, but he'll take screenwriting because he thinks that what he did was right. And the reason why I say the guy's a hypocrite, I've seen several talks that he has given about you know feminism and how much he's an ally of women and all this other stuff and then he's just as guilty of the Harvey Weinstein stuff as anybody else his wife came out destroyed him in the in the media before the Harvey Weinstein um, you know that whole scandal broke I, I just don't like hypocrites <coughs> it, it irks me that this guy you know got a shot to ruin a movie that seemed like it was going to be really good well, and 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 he is he's and he he's been riding that horse for a long time. But when it comes down to it, he wasn't the reason that Firefly and Serenity were what they were. It's absolutely actors that made that story for what it was. Josh Whedon just was lucky enough to be involved in the creation process. But Nathan Fillion absolutely made Serenity. That character made Serenity. Alan Tudyk, Marina Baccarin, yeah. These actors, even even uh, Adam Baldwin was in it. This is a Baldwin actually doing something awesome. That doesn't happen much, but <laughs> in in this in this world, that was the the captain and, and these characters absolutely made the story. It wasn't Josh Whedon. So let me ask a question: as someone who's you know more familiar with some of his work than I am, at least the early because I watched some Buffy the Vampire Slayer and that kind of stuff. I never felt like uh, I don't know. Are, are the plots? Did you feel that they were complicated? Was there, was there a large overarching storyline, or was it like a week to week? Like, what kind of show was it? In Firefly, it was a there was a lot going on. It was um, it was them being on the lamb. Was it going on? I'm sorry, I'm not hearing that through the uh, headphones. I'm hearing stuff outside, but it's not through the headphones. I'm hearing things, voices in my voices head. voices in your head, voices in my head. Um. No, I mean, there was a lot of storylines going on, and it was dark. Um, it was family. It was the criminal element trying to stay away from uh, 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 the cops. Yeah, you're someone's getting too. murdered outside <laughs> of someone's the studio. Getting <laughs> I'm really scared. Someone's uh, having a really, definitely somebody being Someone's murdered. having a really great orgasm, or they're getting murdered. I don't... I don't I don't, okay. I don't know what is going on. <laughs> what is going little, on should should I go find out if someone's getting murdered? Why don't we just wait for the murderers to come get us? Yeah. Yeah. Do we have a lock on that door? Is that door know. locked? I think it is. Oh, new boob. Always falling out of his chair. Now we're locked in. Now and we're we locked are in. Safe. We're safe now. We will not protected. be murdered. Um, and and so yeah, so it was a really good story that was going on, and the characters made it. it you you got emotional about it. You cared about these characters. Serenity was the the ending that it deserved. Um, and but he, he also did the Josh Whedon ploy where he killed off characters that people loved just to do it, just to do it, <clears throat> just to do it. And it was kind of like one of those things where he did it to make sure that we couldn't go back to it. If, if I kill these characters off, then the story's over. It's not like he killed off like the captain, but he killed off the pilot, the pilot. He, yeah, he killed, he killed off the pilot and he killed off a uh, uh, preacher, which those were I mean, of the seven characters that this story followed, 
they were two very important ones as well. But it did a real good job where you had seven characters and every character had its storyline. Every character had uh, its episode about them. And it, you got invested into each individual, not just one one character following the whole the whole time. I guess it's like a total outsider to that. And then just watching the Serenity movie, I was like, I didn't know, really know what was going on. And I was like, this is not that good of a movie. Yeah. The action wasn't very good. Yeah. The girl that they were like the ultimate weapon or something, like I, I just was not impressed. I was probably more impressed with the uh, the movie that uh, Matt Damon was just in, The Great Wall. That the I Great Wall that actually wasn't. That was probably more impressive than Serenity. historically accurate. Very Great historically Wall accurate. Movie. That's exactly why they watch, put The Great watch, Wall. Watching Firefly before going into Serenity actually does make a huge difference. Um, the girl who was the great weapon. When you watch the series, you realize that yeah, she really was powerful, uh, psychic, um, um, dangerous in multiple ways. They touched on it a little bit in the the movie, but in the show, especially like the last episode, you got really got to see what kind of uh, abilities she had. You know, and they like sent one dude after her, and I don't know. I just like I said the pieces didn't all fall fall into place for me, and I just thought I was like. What's the what's the big hub bub about? This is not that impressive. It, it is you either get into it or you don't get into it. But I mean Nathan, Nathan Fylan, I you know it's not just that I I've enjoyed I a lot of other things like that he's done. I get that. I, I, I there was a lot of things that he's done that I enjoyed. Um, Marina Backern, everything she does I enjoy. Um, is she? Um, she's in dead, Deadpool. Deadpool. Yes. Deadpool yep. That's the girl from Deadpool. And from Gotham. Yes. Okay. Yes. I had no idea. I don't know what. So role she's she plays. she's beautiful and sexy and a great actress as well. She's great in Deadpool. I like her in Gotham, even though Gotham is I don't know what. But I yeah, can't but describe but Gotham. but to give give Joss Whedon the credit that there give him that or at least he has in his own mind. Yeah, he doesn't deserve it at all. So they brought him into Justice League and thought, oh, he got the greatest. Man in the world, because he'll tell you that, <laughs> and 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 it wasn't, and and you know the movie itself suffered because of it. It took a big shit on it took a big shit on everyone. It That's took a big shit on Justice League. It. I, I, I definitely just, I feel like he came in and was like, "All right, this okay, studio. The plot's a little, you know, I, I get you guys don't want a three-hour movie and it's a little convoluted. Um, you know what we can do about that? I got the perfect trick." We'll just add three Tesseracts. We'll up. We'll outdo Marvel, and we'll add three Tesseracts. We'll also forget everything that we did before. We'll say what storyline happened in the last couple movies and music. We don't need to worry about that. We'll just ignore the fact that we they set up a story add here. The music and the storyline. They didn't storyline. add the no, Batman it wasn't even close the to themes. They didn't add. They them. just the Wonder Woman everything. Well, it's the, because they like Wonder Woman. The they Wonder- like literally. The studio was like. Um, Wonder Woman was the only thing they tried to piggyback. Nothing else they piggyback. The, the so B, BVS, the Flash, uh, Flash they traveling s- through time scene, sort of. Because if you, well, I mean, no, while, no mm, they just kind of. Let's forget new, about that altogether. If you really overthink it. You could literally say when they resurrect Superman and he's all pissed off. Lois is the key, and then the big gun is Lois. Yeah. I think that was a real cop out for that was literally Whedon being like, We can tie this to I ah, dude, I can cover this. We can tie this together and we never have to go to Dark Side because the whole purpose is he comes out of the nightmare and Superman's a dictator in the nightmare. That 
And he says, oh, they dropped a nuke and killed Lois, and that's why he's insane. And he, and he follows Darkseid. Like, none of that is connected to Justice League. But they cop out at it and bring her so that he, when he comes back, he's not a, like... Yeah, not yeah it's close. a very loose connection. It's yeah. very let's, loose let's connection. Forget, let's forget the Nightmare and BVS. What this movie was supposed to be, my assumption is that there's supposed to be maybe Steppenwolf brought back Superman... And because he was brought back with dark powers, with the mother boxes, perhaps in Steppenwolf's hands, now Superman is a force of evil. I think that's possible. Now they're trying to fight Superman, and then they're able to use Lois Lane to finally get to Superman and bring Superman back to the side of good. The 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 dream sequences in BVS absolutely set that storyline up, both with the Nightmare and Superman being evil, and the Flash time traveling. Lois Lane is the key. They had it set up, and then Josh Whedon's like, "Ah, we can just ignore that, and we'll just do something completely different." And 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 I'm amazing, so it'll work. Trust me. Well, that's where he I... just he definitely Josh Whedon took a hot Carl to Justice League. Are you saying Josh or Joss? It's Josh. It's Josh. Josh. Josh with Josh two, Whedon with two S's. Yes, Josh. Josh. Sounds like you're saying Josh. No, Josh. Josh. You pulling Josh. a Helmsworth situation? I. Helmsworth needs to change his name. I already started a petition for that. Okay. I know there's other times I'll talk weird and certain words won't come out the way they're supposed to because I'm the only one here wearing monitors and there's a good echo in it. So I fortunately do have enough control where I can speak, but there are times that words will come out kind of screwed English. up and we just have to go past that. And English? English. English. Yes. Uh, either way, I mean, Joss Whedon definitely fucked up Justice League, but still better than... Avengers. Uh, there's you just no keep saying uh, that, but you have no, you have no evidence. Where's your empirical evidence? Batman is better. I'm okay, Batman. okay. Batman is better. He than just who? comes in and says, "I'm Batman," and then, he, and then it's better. It better. It's better. Okay. Superman is better. Like character-wise, if you just go character-wise, they're more intriguing characters on the DC side than than Avengers. You're okay. So here's the funny thing, though. You could literally compare the Avengers and the Justice League. So Captain America is Wonder Woman. But Wonder Woman's hotter and better looking and stronger. So go on. Better on Wonder you Woman. You sure okay. he's better? Are you sure? I don't know. Uh, Wonder Woman would beat the shit out of Captain America. No. Who, who's the actor then? Uh, I don't know. Chris Evans? That. Oh, Chris he's, Evans, he's hot. He's better. Yeah. He's, he's hot. Looking. Gal Wonder Gadot, Wonder. though. Even, she's had two kids. Gadot. 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 Yes, let's keep, uh, let's keep Gadot. attacking each other. Yeah, yeah you're, you're coming after me. Get it. Do not Get screw it. her name up. That's oh, the one God. you're not allowed to Anyway, screw. she's hotter. She's stronger as a character. Wonder Woman's better. So continue. Go ahead. Uh, Iron Man, Iron Batman. Man, Cyborg. Or no, Iron, Iron Man, Man and Batman. Batman. Ba- they're both rich. And they have tech rich, that helps they, them. Yeah, they don't actually have superpowers. But, but Batman is the world's greatest detective. Iron Man is just a snarky dick. So continue, Batman. All right, so that's two for Justice League. Continue. No, no. Tony, wait, no, no, no. Tony Stark. Superman's compl- stronger wait, than the Hulk. Go wait, ahead, continue. Hold on. We're just going to let you have your side. No, Tony no, Stark's sh- an absolute genius. He's got way better toys, and he can absolutely wipe the floor with Batman's is ass. Is he the world's greatest detective? Iron Man. What does he detect? What, Iron the Man wins. greatest billionaire. Does he detect that his girlfriend left him because he's an asshole? Uh, he detects Dude, he that real hard. He five hotter girlfriends than that yeah, one. Yeah, he gets all the girlfriends he wants. He could have Gal Gadot. Yeah. Does Batman have PTSD? Oh, he sort of has PTSD. His, from, absolutely from PTSD. That's what Robin. Batman is. Batman is PTSD. Yeah, he was born Yeah, with PTSD. that's true. Still, Batman's stronger as a human being. Doesn't need to be because uh, Iron Man has a robot suit that makes yeah. him stronger. So does Batman. And in fact, Batman's robot suit is not as strong as Iron Man's. It wasn't robot. a robot yeah. suit, it was just armor. 
Batman's <laughs> Batman's Hulkbuster was weak. It wasn't a Hulk. It oh, was just right. armor. Yeah, he had a Hulk buster. It's Batman's Hulk no, buster. No, he didn't. Yeah, he, he had did. He the, had the, su- Superman the Superman buster. suit. The ar- did you hear the fucking argument? And did you watch BVS? The whole point of that suit is just to buy time, not to beat him. It was just to absorb blows. That's it. So it's a Hulk, it's a Hulk buster. buster. Nah, the Hulk buster is sort of meant for <laughs> busting the Hulk. That's yeah. the name of the Super, suit. Super stronger, faster. So who is who's Cyborg an analog for? I don't. Does. Is he? I don't know. I'm asking a Hawkeye, maybe like a randomly Hawkeye's useless character. Useless. That's what I'm saying. A randomly useless character. But he was pretty integral to the movie. Cyborg. He yeah. was integral. He was very integral to the movie. Cyborg always has been. Cyborg. Cyborg. Once Cyborg realizes all his powers, he turns into that. Like, he, he is a very anybody, strong, He's powerful a beast. person. He is we covered yeah. this already. He does shoot Steppenwolf once. Once? Yeah, with his, Dude, he is a his audio gun. Laser bl- he doesn't know how to control. This is all about intros. The flash. Like, like wiping the floor with like everybody. These are all beginning heroes, though. They're not other than so Batman the Avengers. Yeah, but they suck compared no. to Batman. Well, and the other funny thing, it, just in general, is that the Avengers are Marvel's like B team. In uh, They're not the X-Men. The X Men are way more popular and way cooler than mm. yeah. In, if you're a comic book yeah, collector, have been X Men is where it began. The, the X Avengers are B team. In yeah. fact, if you went, it, I would. I don't agree, and I don't like the Fantastic Four, but it really goes Fantastic Four, X Men, and then Avengers. Dude, Avengers wasn't even popular like in the '90s with the big comic book boom. Anyway, well, they really fucked and it up was Fantastic and it was X, the Uncanny X Men was what started everything. I mean, the comic books were already around, but the Uncanny X-Men, the TV show, the old cartoon, that started this whole thing off. That was the original. Well, we've learned that Fox just fucks up Marvel properties. and Well, that's true, yeah. obviously. those. Uh, I, uh, somebody told me they watched the new, the new Fantastic Four to see if it was as bad as everybody said. And it's pretty were, bad. They said, yeah, it was absolutely it as it's, bad. It's bad. It's bad. What's funny, though, is like, you can watch it and disconnect from the first Fantastic Four, disconnect from the, the comics and what the source material is supposed to be. It's still a bad movie, but it's not as horrible as everyone says it is. A lot of people were pissed off that it was as disconnected as it was, that... Yeah, they did screw the characters up pretty good. They and, just said the acting. I heard and the, the acting, the, the acting was the acting was subpar, and and the storyline was actually no, it was a shitty movie. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, that's okay. the, the the newest Fantastic Four with Miles Teller <laughs> and Kate Mara and yeah. Michael B. Jordan Michael and all B. that Jordan. shit. Yeah, that one is is more so just like kind of like Justice League where it's put together by multiple pieces. So that was Josh Trank directing. Josh it. Trank got effed. And, and he was trying to do like an indie Fantastic Four movie and have it all about like body dysmorphia, make it a horror type movie. And then they saw the real dark take and they're like, no, fuck that shit. No, it can't. It's the Fantastic Four. It needs to be uplifting and, and peaches and cream. So then they had them change it. And then it was just a weird mashup of it sort of looks like it's meant to be dark, but then it's meant to be light. And then it just didn't mesh well and it looked like garbage. Yeah, that's kind of what I got from it, too. It's uh it's a shame too, because that uh, that guy, his his Hollywood career, I think. Is oh, he's done. He's fucked. Yeah, he basically ostracized himself from everything. Yeah, I don't he, even know. if I got to look that up. I don't know. What if he did he anything. do before that? That guy Chronicle. That gig, Chronicle. Which Chronicle was, was really good. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it's a shame because that's what they did. The same thing. The guy who did Looper is now directing. What's that? His name Re- Ryan Johnson or something? Ryan, uh, yeah, Ryan Johnson. Yeah, is yeah. he the guy? He's the guy who's doing uh, Star Wars. And I think Josh Trank was on board to do a Star. No, yeah. maybe not. I don't know. I, might I know he was up. on board to do some big project that wasn't Fantastic Four, and he got canned because of what happened in Fantastic Four. And 
him going on Twitter and yeah. social media and destroying. He's done. Not a peep from him since 2015. Fantastic Four was the last thing he did. Yeah, he Oops. won't ever. Yeah. Wow, that kind of sucked for him. Well, that's what I'm worried about with Justice League is that this thing is going to, you know, Zack Snyder's going to get other gigs, but I don't know exactly where he's going to go or what he's going to do. Uh, I don't want to see him lose out. You know, I want to see him keep going. He's a, I think he's a great director and underrated. And um, it's a shame to pile the flaws of Batman versus Superman on him when there are clearly fantastic scenes in this movie. Um, and the jokes they cut out, like there was one really good joke that I don't think we talked about in the last podcast. Uh, did you guys remember seeing this in, the, in one of the trailers where it's Batman and Superman sitting next to each other and they're talking about putting together the team? And I think Wonder Woman goes, so did you talk to Aquaman? And he goes, yeah, I had a conversation. And she goes, well, is he going to join the team? And he's like, kind of no, kind of yes, or kind of yes, kind of no. And then she goes, more no than yes. And just like little tiny funny bits that the two of them, like interactions that they had that they cut out for what reason? Just to get it under two hours. That would have been critical character development. And they were just like, get it out. Yeah, Justice League is supposed to be a lot more lighthearted. And, you know, at the very end there, when Superman and Cyborg are lying in the backs and they're laughing and making jokes, and Wonder Woman looks up and says, I'm, you know, I'm work- I work with children. Yeah. It's absolutely how all of it should be. But here's an interesting thing. So Zack Snyder um, also thought it should be lighter in tone. And, um, you know, the Flash joke in the beginning where he draws on that guy's face? Yeah, that was that was a Zack uh, Snyder joke. Yeah, yeah. He, oh, I'm just saying, like anything good about that movie was Zack Snyder, and I, there wasn't enough Zack Snyder that. in it. I I honestly believe that, like everything good about that movie was Zack Snyder, and all the stuff that looked awful and rushed. Because yeah, like that first scene where he's where Bat, again where Batman is hunting that that parademon looked rushed. Like the CGI looked rushed. It looked like it was a set. They brought that actor in who was just a mind hunter, who's actually a pretty good actor, and he's like a you don't even know what he's doing there. He's breaking out of a out of somebody's house or he's breaking in or who knows what he's supposed to be doing. And then he, he ties him up just so to, to get the parademon, so he says the fear line. Like all that stuff just seemed contrived and um, looked rushed. The CGI looked bad on it. Noob Noob even said the bat fleck looked a little uh, on the chub chub side, so <clears throat> I just keep going back to, you know, I ultimately, I think Zach, I, I, I do believe that Zack Snyder's vision of Justice League might have been better than Avengers. Because I think, in my mind, Batman versus Superman, I don't know, man. It's close. I think Batman versus Superman might be better than Avengers if you go. It's definitely the- better than Avengers. Um, in reason that one's reasons. that one's that one's close. I mean, if you take that last, very last scene from Justice League, and they follow that uh, template right there, where you do have a smiling Superman and Cyborg is starting to come around because Cyborg is also a very fun character as well. Well, all his backstory got got cut, got so cut, and destroyed, and everything else. But you know, Cyborg is a you know he gets a lot of uh, airplay as the Teen Titan. You know, very fun, very you know laughing and, and, and enjoyable character. Superman is the same way, but at the end of the movie, when the two of them are smiling, making jokes, and Wonder Woman shaking her head, that gives me hope for a good Justice League in the future. 
Which they'll never make now. They'll never make now. Which they completely, you know, which this movie gave him a reason to walk away from it completely. Did they officially? Because I looked up, I looked it up. He's still listed as being the director for Justice League Part Two. Zack Snyder. Yeah. From all the interviews that I have read, and I've read interviews from his son, and he, I, I don't know. I, I feel like. I hate to say that the um, suicide of his daughter, I mean, just un... I, I don't know how anyone could even deal with that. So I, I cannot say what's in his mind. You know, my sympathies go to him, and he's entitled to do whatever he wants. But I kind of feel like he felt the pressure of being pushed out to begin with of the DCEU when they started taking things. Because he, he worked on Wonder Woman. People don't give him credit for yeah, it. Yeah, he directed he a couple scenes in Wonder Woman, I think, too. Yeah, like he helped Patty Jenkins with that movie because she didn't really know what she was doing. And um, it's kind of like that, you, you know, the thing we talked about with Marvel, the, one of the things that I like that we always go back to is the, you know, they have those mentors. They have the special effects guys who, who will help you direct your scenes. And, and that's what Zack Snyder was doing for, like, those, those scenes. I, I, you could see which ones were Zack Snyder's scenes. <clears throat> the one where um, she breaks into the building... She like goes flying into the building from the rooftop and like starts taking out all the different like uh, German soldiers and it's like slow motion, fast motion like thing. Yeah, that's has like Zack Snyder's hands all over. Pretty it. much anything slow motion is Zack Snyder. He yeah. loves slow motion. But it looks. I mean, he makes it look badass. Like yeah. for some, you know, I just think it looks cool as hell. So I think he may have felt like he was being pushed out of the DCEU, especially with all the conflicting reports coming out of the studio itself, where they're like. We're not going to call it the DCEU anymore. We're going to call it something completely different. We're going to have standalone standalone movies. I don't think he had anything to do with um, uh, 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 Suicide Squad. And you know, how does that director, by the way, from Suicide Squad, how does that guy get a pass? What, what who? What's his name? He's um, the mu- music video director. Oh, music video. He, he did he a did, bunch of David Ayers. Yeah, didn't he do a bunch of music videos in the beginning? Uh, maybe in the beginning, but he did a bunch of like serious movies, like Fury. It gets, it gets a pass because he they're just Fury. trying to forget about it. Everyone's just okay. trying to forget about Suicide Squad, like it never happened. Yeah, yeah. Tra- training Day, SWAT. He did Training Day. Yeah, he okay. he wrote it. He wrote Training okay. Day. I'm talking about him as a director. Director, he did. Because uh, Training Day, End of Watch. And Fury. Those End of were... Watch. I don't... Oh, he did do a video short with Lil Wayne, Wiz Khalifa, yeah, he's Imagine done a, Dragons. I'm pretty sure he's done a bunch of videos. Yeah, it just says one. Yeah, I, he's I, doing Gotham City Sirens. He's still in the DCEU. He's directing... Oh, I don't, think they, I don't think the studio thinks there's anything... I think that's the problem, too, is the studio... They don't have a Kevin Feige. Like, they don't have that guy who's there... Like. That guy recognized, we've talked about this before too, the James Gunn effect, where James Gunn was so successful with Guardians 1 2 that he's allowing him to kind of guide a, a set of the universe that Kevin Feige isn't that familiar with. The galactic side of, of the Marvel Universe, I mean, it makes sense to me. I'm not that familiar with that side. I would consider myself more of an X Men specialist, um, Spider Man specialist. Those are the things I read. I didn't read any of the Avengers, or I've never read a single Iron Man comic book in my entire life. But as far as what I collected, you know, everybody collects what they want to collect. And um, if you're, you know, genuinely a comic book collector, so I could see where, where, but he had the trust to be like, all right, 
this guy clearly has some talent. He did a good job for us. Let me. I'm gonna allow him to help us craft this next part of our, you know, where our next phase in Marvel goes. Where DCEU is just like I've no. They have no idea where they're going. They just don't have a clue. They they did. They backed themselves into a corner completely. They don't know what to do with it. And they don't know whether they're not going to keep going with it. And there's been no conversation about it. Every everything's been quiet since this release. No, nothing's been said. You know. Um, it I'm, feels like I'm, they're holding their breath to see if they can make enough money back to recoup and not lose money. And then if they decide that they don't, that they didn't lose money on this, then they'll maybe keep going. Like they have no choice but go ahead with Aquaman. Like, they're not going to lose done. money. There's no I don't way they're think losing they'll lose money. money. But they'll definitely be in a point where they're like, we're not going to keep doing this because it's not it's not worth it to them. To break even is not worth it. They'll make a little bit of money, not a lot of money. They're yeah. already... Even but, if- but these studios aren't around to make <coughs> a little bit of money. These studios want to make a lot of money. They're also copying Marvel that's made, what, three or four billion dollars on their movies. True, but then if you think of studios, there's a bunch of movies that you know they think are going to do great and then they completely bomb. Blade Runner. I think that movie costs over $100 million. That- 150 that didn't do shit, and everyone thought that was going to do great. The director so that, still said, I read an article where the director, uh, Villanueva, yeah. didn't, Dennis, Denise, Dennis Villanueva, said that he was uh, still does not know why that movie didn't make any money. And I'm like, uh, it's pretty obvious. Like, It's trying to be a sequel to a movie that was made, what, 35 years ago that wasn't a hit to begin with? Yeah, it's a cult classic, but you can't drop $150 million on a movie like that. Maybe they'd spent like eighty-seven million, or or had done something like yeah. it. They tried it. to they tried to re- recreate a cult classic. But look at it <laughs> yeah. though. I mean, it to me is the example of what the these studios need to look at. It was made for what thirty million or something like that. Something ridiculous. Probably less than that. Yeah. And it a looked fantastic. Was directed very well. The effects. I don't. I mean, I think you can, one of you guys didn't like the CGI that much, but. I still think it was passable. Like regardless, like the CGI wasn't to a point where I was like, "This is annoying" or or what have you. It still turned out pretty good, and that movie cost so little to make. Obviously, the lack of famous actors in it helped too. But if you have a good story, you could do a good job, and you don't need to like, you know. I, I just don't get what some of these studios are trying to accomplish. Like they see what Marvel has done, and they're like, "What are they too dumb to to duplicate it?" Like they have the exact same type of characters and the exact same they could literally copy them verbatim like literally just be like we're going to make you know a cyborg movie but it's going to be like Iron Man like they could literally do that and people would probably enjoy them and Marvel seems to know how much budgets like they're very smart about their budgets too not every movie gets a $250,000 or $250 million budget their movies are, are their budgets are all over the place. Like I think what Spider Man only cost them like a hundred and sixty or a hundred and eighty to make. I know Doctor Strange didn't cost that much to make. Most movies don't cost over two hundred million dollars to make. It's only the team up movies that cost that. Well, like Batman Wonder Woman, Superman. I don't, I don't think. Like most movies are. I think Wonder Woman's budget was probably bigger than you think it is. I think it's like one hundred and fifty, maybe. But they're not doing anything to fix what's going on. They just they push back Aquaman even further, and they, there's they, they a, it's, push, it's delayed back until Christmas of so uh, that, 2018. Okay, is that directly because of what just happened, or is it because of? I mean, I was I'm, I've been glancing trying to get details on why it was pushed back, but they finished they finished filming it, and it's in post. But 
now it's being pushed back. It's supposed to be, I suppose, be mid to late next year, and now it's the end of next year. I don't know if it and was. Who's the director of that? Huh? Who's the director of that? David Wan? James Wan. James Wan. He okay. does the horror movies, and he did his some Fast and Furious. James Wan did uh, what? Did he do Saw? The original Saw? Is that the same guy? I thought that was the blonde. Insidious. He did Insidious? Uh, we James need to Wan? Fact check ourselves. James Wan, I'm pretty sure, did Insidious. Let's let's take a look. Let's take a gander. Because uh, I feel like at this point, they're, they're, they're not doing what Marvel's doing. Like hiring cheaper directors. Like, you know, they're getting directors. I feel like the guy who directed Insidious did Doctor Strange. Why? Uh, he did Insidious, Conjuring, and, okay. and Saw. And, but they're also, they're, they're apologizing. And the Fast and Furious movies? He did Furious 7. Okay. They're apologizing for their own movies, though. Um, Juan, Juan had to get on to uh, Twitter to explain to everybody that there'd be no air bubbles for the dialogue in the Aquaman movie. Yeah, something that you pointed out I pointed before, that out, like, before they, they anybody don't need the air said bubble anything. talk. So everyone's freaking out. So Juan had to go to uh, social media and say, there's no air bubbles in this movie. Don't worry about it. Relax, guys. We're not going to do that the whole movie. Good. But they still put themselves in a situation that they had to do that. So was that a? Re- do you think that that scene was a reshoot with Whedon? I think so. I think so. It's it's definitely because if they film they're they're filming um, Aquaman and they're not using air bubbles to talk, uh, that means Mimosa, uh, Jason Mimosa's Mo- Moa Moa Mimosa's Mimosa. Jason um, Mimosa Jason Mimosa's he know he knows that you don't need air bubbles to talk. So why would he do it? You know why would they do it here? I think that was a Whedon fuck up. Yeah, it could have been. Okay. I think that was Whedon just, sucks. That was just, that, was, that, was just, that was just that was just that was just an excuse to show that that um, what's Whedon. her name that that she had the ability to do that. That she had the ability to that she had the ability bubbles. to create an air bubble randomly. Underwater. I thought her powers are cool. And her I powers are cool. She's, uh, and she's, she's powerful. She is super powerful. But sorceress. Sorceress. It was just it, it was just an excuse to show like oh she can do this well. She, no, it's not necessary to do that. They screwed up, and that was something else that they ruined with that movie, amongst other things. Characters are still better than Avengers, so I don't really know. Well, you were also talking about, in Justice League, the pantheon of DC characters versus, like I said, the B-team of the Marvel Universe. We're not talking about Wolverine and Professor X and like the really high-caliber super like the the characters that everybody loves or like gambit the the character that they're going to try to make a movie that movie is going to bomb oh it's going to be i don't even understand it's been trapped in production hell for two years now hasn't even started principal photography as far as i understand i think they just cast a female lead I'm not sure what the hell's going on. I don't on even, there. yeah. I'll could, see it just to see how terrible it goes. But I'll just, see it because I love games. Could the DC but. Universe also be suffering from, you know, how old it is and repeats and everything else? You've already had multiple Supermans and variations of him. You've already had multiple Batmans and variations of him. Even Wonder Woman. And That's a really good point. Has been around a long time. So you've had so many different variations. You've had to do the Hulk three different times. You've had. Um, I mean, Marvel doesn't really seem to have this problem. This is the first time these characters are really coming to screen big time. It's it's been they've been used before, but not to the point that the There's DC no characters have. There been. is, I think Noob Noob hinted at this last time when he talked about referring to you know when you're looking at Batman and you refer to Nolan's universe. 
Uh, all of these characters have been done except for Wonder Woman, and even that, even Wonder Woman. There's a certain nostalgia to the '70s Wonder Woman TV show with Linda Carter. Yeah, there, there are, uh, there is the weight of expectation, and I do think that that has something to do with it. But then when, and you know, look, the Flash has been done on TV what two or three times at this point. Superman's been on I, more times than I can count. Yeah. You know, between TV Lois shows and, and, and all that crazy. Yeah, Smallville when he was a teenager. Brendan Ralph, and, right? He did. Uh, a, Superman Returns in like 2005. That movie sucked. And then, um, I, but I even just, think even there is, are and we're just talking movies. Just, just if you look, just the movies. DC's been done over and over and over because they're over better, again. more popular characters, which leads to my point. You see, but that's what makes Marvel that much more amazing is that they took their B team and now like Tony Stark and Iron Man is a household name. If you would, you couldn't pay me to read an Iron Man comic when I was a kid. There just wasn't going to happen. Did you ever was read the, Iron Man's comic? Um, I mean, I was familiar with it, but I didn't read the comics. Then after the movies happened, all of a sudden, yeah, Iron Man became second nature. Was I don't even remember if there was any iteration of Iron Man in TV or film world. Never. Going into this, this animated. Well, I don't know if that. I came don't know out. the animated yeah. count. I'm not going to count animated because yeah, he's talking a about lot movies. of animated stuff. There's so many different versions of the animated. Well, think and, about Superman. You have to live up to the expectations of Christopher Reeve, who's the ultimate Boy Scout. So you had to live up to the Richard Donner directed movies, like things that people consider classics. Uh, and then you talk about uh, you talk about Batman. Batman's had several classic iterations. You're talking about the one with Tim Burton, which is still highly revered, uh, with Michael Keaton and um, Jack yeah, Nicholson. There's that, ar- there's that you argument. You also that have Nolan, which won Academy be, Awards. For you'll never be as Batman. good as the original Batman. Is the one theory? <laughs> Nolan's Batman. You know, uh, uh, Christian Bale's Batman has been a, a, a fantastic version of it. Even Adam West Batman, which that's more nostalgic than anything else, because that was a very different Batman than any of the other Batmans. And it was just a funny, dumb movie. But even Adam West Batman was revered and respected and everything else. This version of Batman, I like. Um, I like this version of Batman. I like I like Beth, Beth, Batfleck. 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 I would call him Batfleck. Batfleck. I like the like, reshoots Fatfleck. Fatfleck. <laughs> I like this version of him. It's a hell of a lot better than Clooney's Batman and way better than Val Kilmer's Batman. Clooney was the worst. That was the nipple suit, right? <laughs> that Clooney was the uh, yeah, that I'm was pretty sure yeah, that was the nipple, nipple suit. suit though in, back in um in in the one with uh with uh, Val Kilmer. Robin. I think there was mm. Val Kilmer. Was there two movies with no. nipple suits? No, I think Clooney, uh, Clooney, Clooney was the nipple suit because that's when it came no, out. No, I know and for fact that they make a joke about it. She jokes about it. She says, Chris O'Donnell I love an anatomic, suit. She says, I love an anatomically correct bat suit. That's what uh, Poison Ivy says. Yeah. She makes a joke about it. That doesn't but, excuse the shittiness of that suit. No, it does or not. Or Clooney as an actor. No, it, uh, Clooney did not do a good job. Val Kilmer was very kind. Clooney was a good Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I thought it was a good Bruce Wayne. Those so bad, dude. Yeah. yeah, he had the he had the American Express from a Batman, a Batman American credit Express. card. Yeah, the I had the, the Bat, Bat card. card. <laughs> Never leave home without it. And that's a whole thing too, and that's how important directors are. People don't like to talk. Like I'm a big director fan, and I know not everybody else is, but Joel Schumacher single handedly ruined the Batman franchise and and forced Nolan to put it into like a real world. You never would have had Nolan's real world Batman 
if you didn't have Joel Schumacher make it so incredibly campy and like weird and colorful and like how can you blame Arnold Schwarzenegger for being uh, Mr. Freeze? That's who Arnold Schwarzenegger is. You never should have cast him for that role. Like you would have done better if you would have cast like uh, you know Picard. Would have made a really good. If Pat, you're talking about Pat, Patrick Stewart, Patrick Stewart would have been. If he would have been actually in, thinking about that. He would have been an amazing. Put Mr. him Freeze. in Nolan's. In a wheelchair. Mr. Put him in Nolan's uh, Batman universe as Mister Freeze. Dude would have won an Oscar. Yeah. W- would he have been in a wheelchair like Professor X? No, because he's only in a wheelchair in X Men, and that's the only thing he's in a wheelchair in. Really? He's not yeah. paralyzed. No. No. Uh, no, he's not paralyzed. Not even close. That Did makes him. Less of an actor, though, doesn't it? Because he had more power from his sitting stance. You don't have you ever even seen like Next Gen? You Next don't even Generation know who Cap- Pokemon. You don't know who Captain Picard yeah. is. Captain Crunch. Do you even know what Star Trek is? Star Wars. You know, you mean with uh, you know who Chris Christopher Pine is? As. Oh, I know who that blue eyed bastard is. Yeah, of course you do. He yeah. only knows the. Uh, I J- know the new Star Trek. Don't get yeah, me angry with J.J. Abrams. Is J.J. Abrams the best director the, of all know, time? This is the start. huge problem with you know we're trying to have arguments with a kid who doesn't even hasn't even gone through no puberty frame yet. Of reference. You know he has I no frame of reference. He hasn't watched any of the old stuff. You know, going back to the Batman thing, there's. Batman's got real bad. You had the Hold first it, Batman that got him a real bad. Sometimes things have to get worse before they get better. And, you know, the Batman it's always darkest series, before the it's Batman gone. series did do, go through that. It gives me a little bit of hope for the next Justice League if they do move forward with it. Cause maybe because maybe this was the shit that they had to go through to start making a great movie. It also... You know, it puts a lot of pressure and it puts a lot of worry on the Avengers series because... They've been doing really good. They've been on this huge high. And either they're going to maintain that huge high. Huge high is like not or, even the word Or they're going to flop hard. Huge high It can is, go either way. It's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens next. They've never had a movie that they, – have they ever had a bomb? There's never been a single – their lowest reviewed movie I think is like 62% on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. Um, well, I mean, it's ridiculous. The Hulks the were horribly reviewed. Well, which Hulk though? Because one of them is not done by Marvel Studios. The 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 uh, Ang Lee Ang Lee version was not done by Marvel. That was Studios. what? It was that Eric Bana, the first one. Yeah, yeah. that's the yeah. one that no one likes, and that's right. because uh, a lot of people don't like a lot of people don't like Edward Norton's Hulk either. You know, and that wasn't terrible. A lot of no, but a lot of people don't like it. Um, I thought it was pretty. I mean, I li- I liked it, but. Yeah, but they they did screw it up pretty good. Um, How did they screw it up? Abomination wasn't you know used enough, and he was done wrong. And then they tried like they did sneaking the, the leader, leader in there and there. Yeah, they, they tried, tried to sneak him in, the but they but and they could have had a lot of fun with that, but they couldn't because they screwed it up and they couldn't continue that universe. It 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 flopped horribly. I don't think um, it flopped. That Spider Spider Man Spider Man was going. Horrible. Well, the amazing, even, the amazing Spider-Man was going horribly. Not the right, the the first three. With I think Tobe, even the one with that people Toby face. Yeah, but people who hate Spider-Man three, that movie still, I think, made more money than almost all the other movies put together. Yeah, and, and it was. It was running. It was running on highs from the first and one. The first Spider-Man. The first Tom McGuire Spider-Man was a good movie. The second one, he sucked, but Doc Ock saved the thing. And then the third one came around. It was like. Well, this is just a complete shit show. I think it's because Sam Raimi um, 
deliberately sabotage the movie because Sam Raimi is that kind of guy. But but then you are. But you're having these faults. So now when they come back and they do things proper, it's that much more exciting, and everyone's that much happier well, about like the it. The Amazing Spider-Man was awful. Those it was all two, right. No, the ones with what's his face, Andrew Garfield. First of all, the, the CGI first one was decent. Is, no, go back and watch it. The CGI is a joke from the lizard. Awful. Was the lizard the first one? Yep. Oh, yeah, it was the first mm-hmm. one. Yeah, I was awful. Just it's it's a train wreck. But then, but Andrew but, Garfield not bad, but it's a train wreck. But here's this iteration of Spider Man that was introduced in the Avengers. As soon as he showed up, it was already better the second he showed up, and everyone loved it. And it's went on. To, it's gonna make how how well did the uh, Spider Man movie make the last iteration? I think of it, it made it was uh, it made the second or third most out of all the Spider-Mans. Yeah. It, it, but it took a long time. It, it took, took a long time. Longer. It had to go through. It had to drag its ass through the dirt. 880 million. Yeah. It had to drag its ass through the dirt in order to get there. Can, but they also didn't spend as much money on it as they could can, can Justice League do that? I hope so. Is that going to happen? I don't know. I mean, like we said before, they gave themselves the excuse to go ahead and just walk away from this completely and, and never do it again. I think they are going to walk away from They it. are. Aquaman. No, no. It no. looks closer. Well, okay, let's put it this way. They're abandoning whatever Zack Snyder had in place for the DCEU. Then that's why you asked me if I thought he was coming back. I don't think he is because they've abandoned every, like, that Justice League movie essentially closed any doors that he was thinking about doing in the future. They're just like we're, we're not interested in going with Dark Side. We're not interested. in going It didn't down that close path. it off completely, though. I think it closed it enough for Zack Snyder to not be interested Here's anymore. What would have been an amazing ending to that movie? Do the boom tube to get Steppenwolf out of there. All right, cool. There's your lame excuse to end the movie. But instead of him just disappearing and everyone standing around, have Superman go to chase him, and an Omega beam comes through the boom tube, slams Superman down to the ground. That would have been. Amazing ending could have continued on the storyline. Still could have bought Nightmare. Still could have carried on this universe. And, and now, Omega Beam would be pretty. Uh, no, like people would know what that is. People, even if people didn't know what the Omega Beam was, they, the characters would the idea. characters, but the characters wouldn't know what it was. This would be their introduction to Dark Side. It would have been. I think that would have been an amazing ending altogether, and been like, okay, now I'm really excited for the next one because the characters are now trying to figure out what the hell was that. What Superman's thinking? Holy crap! I just wiped the floor of Steppenwolf, but this beam just <laughs> knocked me on my ass. We're we're not out of shit yet. It would have been interesting. Well, it would have been a great okay, end. Here's here's a good point. Then we go back to the Avengers, and I feel like the Avengers movie made you excited for the next Avengers. Yes, no. Yes, like answers. Yes. I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Because they they showed Thanos, and no one was a hundred percent sure that it was Thanos, but they knew there was. They were opening a portal, and something else bad was out there. And I they, still think Thanos is going to suck, but... That remains to be seen. We can't judge unless we've seen. So, and then... But when you go to the Justice League one, are you excited for a second one? Do you think there's going to be a second one? I don't if they know. do do it, if they do do it, I'm, that, am I going to be there opening day? Absolutely. Because I want a good Justice League. I want to see this series saved. I want to see it done right. Will I go there expecting to be disappointed? No, but Maybe. am I am I going to be surprised? Also, no. You know, I'm going to see it right away if if it happens. Am I think I, they're go- they might just go with the villain instead of doing Dark Side. They'll just go Legion of Doom. Meanwhile, with the Legion of Doom, 
And they are they did and they did set that up, you know, with with Luther bringing in um, Deathstroke. That, that so, was Zack Snyder's scene, by the way. So that was his vision too. Yes, yeah. yeah. so, which I thought was a cool scene. So they so. are so they are moving forward with that. You know, um, you're also. I mean, both these universes have so many villains. Um, whether or not Thanos sucks or not, I don't think that's going to be that big a deal because it's not going to be the only villain that they're dealing with. Um, the only thing the, that t- the point the me- points you made last time, Noob Noob, about like you know Loki stealing the Tesseract and. He's using it to get back on Thanos' good side. All right, so you have your second villain there for the next movie, hopefully. You know, they do well, it right now. Now he's not going to rely on Thanos to be, you know. He's to, not the only villain. Yeah. He has his children, just like he already had Gamora and um, Nebula. He has many other children. There's the children of Thanos. They're called the Black Order, and they're going to be kicking some major ass. And I think they'll be cool. Um, I'm excited for that. The only thing I don't like about Thanos, from what I've seen so far, is uh, he doesn't wear his traditional armor. He did in the cutscenes, but now it's like he's going cash. He's like, I'm going to go casual with this, man. I-, I don't even need armor to whoop your ass. Because he's just going like straight up like, I'm just going to have like a It's a lot easier to take over the world in your underwear. Yeah, he's just going to relax a little bit and, you know, kick back, wear some me undies. Would, and... Justice, would Justice League have been a way better movie if they expanded the, the villain side of it? I think absolutely. Steppenwolf could, could have been the reason that that movie was as horrible as it was. He was probably the worst villain of all he's time. He's not even like a good uh, of the old gods and the new if, gods. If, if you're going to introduce uh, Apocalypse... Bring in Darkseid. And if you bring in Darkseid, then you can bring in Granny. You can bring in uh, uh, his other generals. You can have this interesting multiple-tier villain and this battle, a more epic battle and, and more odds than just one random dude who wears a helmet. Well, Steppenwolf, isn't he, he's like one of the least of his uh, generals as far as I remember. And all the things I've ever seen... There's like at least five or six other people, like you said. Uh, Mongol is tougher. Uh, there's a bunch of other villains from the old gods that are substantially tougher than Steppenwolf, as far as I know. Yeah. Like even in the, I think there's like a Justice League action. What what's that short show that's on Cartoon Network? And Superman whoops the crap out of Steppenwolf. It doesn't even like. It in fact. Superman's on a world with a red sun where he's weakened and he still whoops the crap out of Steppenwolf. Like, Steppenwolf kind of sucks. I don't know. I think it, it's a good segue to, yeah, to Apocalypse. And they, they do that they a couple times. They do that a couple times in all the cartoons where, you know, uh, characters from Apocalypse come and try to, you know, do some damage on Earth. And they always try to do it right around the same time Superman's off somewhere else, either incapacitated or thought to be missing or whatever the case may be. Justice League fights this character from Apocalypse, and they're holding their own. And Superman just shows up and say, "Oh, I'm here now!" And with one punch, takes him out. It's a couple punches. But- you know what was weird um, that I was thinking about too is Apocalypse is really heavily t- based on technology, right? And the whole like the mother boxes, like that's a huge part of of why they're superior to everybody. Yeah. They have those like floating tanks and all sorts of like crazy why, stuff. Why 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 did the Triforce mother box have to bring green tentacles? Open up a hellhole and it would have made a lot more sense. It would have been a lot more dangerous and impressive and scary. Oh, like the fire you, yeah. you're talking the, about like the, the fire the, holes the, yeah, from the apocalypse. fire holes of apocalypse. Yeah. Open up a hellhole and yeah, now you're in some deep shit. You're not talking about, you know, Nickelodeon Gak fucking busting out of the ground and chasing people in trucks. Purple Gak. Purple Gak. 
It really was. It was like it was like those snakes that you light on fire and the, they just grow. Those yeah, blacks. the explosives. Yeah, yeah, they're not scary either. They're not scary either. They may have scared Noob Noob, but Justice League's still better than Avengers. How you keep saying this, point. but you don't have any points. You you have to make, make an actual argument. Character wise, the characters are just superior in every way. Uh, uh, explain. Okay. What do you mean explain? I. Batman is a more intriguing character than anybody on the Avengers. So is Superman. Wonder Woman's hot. Cyborg's cool. Uh, the Flash is funny. Okay, so... And, and you know what? I will agree with him. The characters are more interesting. But you have to make the movie more interesting. You're, you're, that you're, was you're Joss basing, Whedon. You're, you're basing this movie. You're saying this is a great <laughs> movie because just the characters are great. Just having great characters doesn't mean shit if you don't have a good movie. It was if, if you don't a have good a good movie. story, you don't have a good movie. I don't care how good your characters are. Your characters could be you know, named Awesome McAwesome Face, but if it's a bad movie, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, well, it's still going to be a if, bad if you, movie. If you look at the original Avengers movie, it's the same thing. A bunch of characters come together, blue box, alien invasion, they win. Justice League, Joss Whedon did the same fucking thing when he ru- when he ruined Zack Snyder's well, okay, vision. Okay, so going backwards, if now that we've seen Justice League and we know how Joss Whedon ruined it and how unoriginal he is, does that make the Avengers movie less interesting? I will say there were quote-unquote higher stakes because Coulson dies, supposedly, in Avengers. So Wasn't that more stakes. of a MacGuffin to bring them together? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it actually exactly was a tool to do it. You know, like that it's was more their... like ex machina. Like, there's different terms for all these different things. Like a MacGuffin's more like they they came up with it from based off of uh, I forget if they were talking about the Maltese Falcon, one of those old timey movies where it's literally just a thing, just to be a thing. Ex machina is. More I don't like remember. Stuff I don't remember the Millennium Falcon. This movie, the Millennium Falcon. Yes, they they're gonna have. In fact, you know what. I think they're going to have uh, the Millennium Falcon, a Star Wars story. <laughs> I think that's coming next because, dude, that Solo movie is going to be so bad. And Rogue One was just, that was another one that was just awful. And I can't wait when we get, oh, uh, when it we was get like Star Titanic. Wars. You knew it was going to happen in the end, but everyone seems surprised. Do you want to hear me get annoyed? You're going to hear me talk about Star Wars when we get there. Just, Justice League, the reason that Justice League wasn't as good as... Avengers is plain and simple. Avengers was a better written story. You had twists and turns. You had subplots. The characters aren't as deep and exciting as they are. What subplots? But they had other shit going on. Name a subplot of that movie. What in Avengers? Yeah, every every it had all kinds of twists and turns. Same one. It had it had. I got to think about this too. uh, Was there a subplot in Avengers? It it had it had it had the villain turned heroes evil. Now the heroes are fighting each other. Yeah, is that a subplot? Well, that's kind of a subplot. Were they going? Real, to... Okay, hold on. Sh- shut up. Shut up. So black, the hero black, goes black evil Widow. and then turns back good again. Black. What happened? Back. Shut up. What happened in Justice League? Superman does the same thing. We're 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 saying that okay. We're saying that if we didn't... the big difference. Shut up. The big difference between Avengers and Justice League is that Avengers had movies to build to it. Justice okay. League was like rapid world building. Yeah, okay. that was why people are like, well, we had all these movies leading up to Avengers. We want a long, drawn out, built up, giant collision of people. As to where Justice League and DC didn't really have that. Justice League is just a crappy version of the Avengers. Is all I'm saying because 
Dude, the scenes don't look as good. Uh, I'm pretty sure <laughs> if you go back and you look like... Dude, I'm telling you, that Batman scene in the beginning looks like garbage. It looks like that was Joss Whedon. Exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. But still, but if you watch the Avengers, the Avengers looks good. Plus, the Avengers has Nick Fury, which makes all your arguments moot. No, because Nick Fury is so much more pimp. Who who is this pimp in in Justice League? Is Nick Fury? Nick Fury's fucking retarded. No, Nick Fury's amazing. What are you talking about? Here's a character you still... I mean, even as you watch him, you still don't know which way he's going to go. And when he's not does in he the have his, Does he have his own agenda, or is he actually trying to do good for the world? What would his agenda uh, is be? He doing, is, is he, he doing, trying to be get another shield? eye back? Is he doing sneaky backhanded stuff, or is he for real? When does anyone Is he ever... dead, or is he alive? Is he still running things from behind the scenes when everyone thinks he's dead, or not? There's so many layers just to that one character... No, there's not. There really is. What layers? What? What? You don't know if he's. If he, you, you don't, don't know really genuinely doing. know if he's a good guy. You don't or know bad who guy. he answers. When to? do you ever question that he's truly evil? Uh, in, when does he do anything that's evil? In uh, in Winter Soldier, uh-huh. when they after they assassinate him, mm-hmm. you have no idea. He just is like, I'm gonna take off for a little while. You have no idea what he's trying to. I'm accomplish. just gonna disappear. And Tony Snark, Tony Snark. See, see, there's the headphones. What's it, Tony? Tony yeah. Snark. Tony Stark questions him the whole time. So if you listen to Tony a little bit, you're thinking, okay, what is this guy really up to? The, are they are they creating weapons? They were trying to just use the Tesseract weapons? to make he, weapons. Yeah, is he making weapons to go back? They never after really the adjusted. They, that was his side plot of what is uh, what is of, he doing uh, with the Tesseract? Yeah, they, they were using the Tesseract to make weapons for Shield, and that's not on the up and up. And that was a side plot. Kind of, yeah. Shady. That <laughs> was that was the 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 heroes. You know, the the organization that brought the heroes together, doing shady shit behind the heroes' back. And they were being run. Shield was being run by, as we know now, um, uh, Hydra agents. Yeah, they had you mm-hmm. had uh, a Fury talking to the four faces on well, they, on the they wall. Kinda, they kind of dropped that whole Hydra thing in the movies, at least. Like oh, when they had the whole Winter Soldier when they destroy Shield. After that, that <laughs> Winter Soldier was the disconnect between the TV and the and the movies. That was the last time I think they actually. After that, they kind of drop it completely. Yeah, like yeah. when has Hydra been mentioned after yeah. that? But but point. who was running Shield? And does Nick Fury actually answer to the four faces running Shield, or does Nick Fury just do his own thing? Because that was what happened with Avengers. He brought them together, and the four faces were like, "This was this all this was? Did you just do this to manipulate this whole thing together?" Is Nick Fury the the hero that he claims to be? Yeah, that's a lot deeper than anything that they showed in Justice League. And I'm not talking about the characters. What about the the back car? I'm not talking about the characters. I'm just talking about in the movie. (laughs) How deep is it in the movie itself? And it's been a lot deeper in Avengers than it did in Justice League. It's also... Joss Whedon fucking up a movie that should have been made, so you got to take that into consideration. See, but how did he not fuck up Avengers? Because he was in Joss there the whole time. He okay. did his normal Joss Whedon so thing. Let's, okay, let's just say... It's not like Avengers was some this. pinnacle of movie making. It was just a bunch of cool was, characters coming together. But would you put it in the top five of Marvel movies? Avengers 1? Yeah, I think I would. <laughs> Probably. What about you, Scott? Yeah. Yeah, so, and, okay. and that movie and that movie has some Avengers faults two as definitely well. not. Well, Avengers one has own faults as well. They all do, but everything else, the good stuff in that movie, new definitely outweighs new. the bad stuff in that movie. 
A nude green dude. A nude green dude. Yeah. Uh, you're in. A, I saw you fall from the sky. You're in the nude. <laughs> what about the? Uh, so okay, let me ask you this. Let's say Joss Whedon just did Justice League. Would it have been a good movie? It would have been. Take out Zack Snyder. It would have been worse. It would have been worse. It would have been worse. I don't know. I it's, think it would have t- looked... It's, it's visually, tough... it would have been much worse. No, I think it would have looked okay because he would have had time to actually finish it. It's a, it's a, that's a tough call to make because having the one guy with his one vision creating this one world is going to make more sense than one guy taking somebody else's vision and trying to manipulate into something... Especially if you have studios telling you can only do so much with it, you know. So you have Zack Snyder's snit, Zack Snyder's vision, and then and then he just disappears, understandably. So then Josh Whedon comes in. Josh Whedon comes in to kind of manipulate Zack Snyder's vision, but the whole time he's trying to do that, he's got the studio behind him trying to manipulate what he's doing. It causes confusion and causes what that movie was. If you had one creator, one director, one guy from start to finish, it probably would have made a lot more sense and it probably won't have been the shit show that it was. Yeah, if it was so who's Snyder. most to blame, the studio or Joss Whedon? 50-50? 50-50. I almost give 75% of the blame to the studio. I think the studio, it's a lot more the studio. 60-40. And I'll it's the same 60/40. reason you're not going to see the, the extended cut because the studio knows it's screwed up and they don't want to admit to it. And but doing, doing the director's cut will be the studio pretty much admitting... Yeah, we screwed up. We should have not meddled with it. I think they're going to do like let the directors ul- do their thing. They're going to do an ultimate edition because there are some Zack Snyder scenes that were cut out that can just be added on. But his whole story that was different. I yeah, don't I think, think the gonna, whole story will be. Totally there's probably going to there's going to be a probably an ultimate edition that's maybe two hours and twenty minutes of just his scenes that added more to what was cut down to the two hour <laughs> version. But not change the story, which is probably like the three-hour cut. Which yeah, that's the question. Were the mother boxes originally intended for just an Earth invasion? I doubt. Or it. were they originally intended to be the Triforce? They, yeah, the, I, there was the no mother way boxes they were, were probably a different Triforce. whole purpose. Yeah, I would agree. Like with I that. think what we're going to get in the Ultimate Edition is more Aquaman scenes, a couple more Aquaman scenes, because that's not going to change the overall story. No, might have a little more Flash scenes. That's not going to change the overall story. A couple more, like the ones we saw in the trailers that were cut a little bit. So what it will do is it'll make these characters a lot more interesting. You give the characters a lot more substance, but you're still fighting a screwed up villain and a screwed up storyline. There's nothing they can do to make... I don't know, like, see, that's where I'm wondering, like, does Steppenwolf, in Zack Snyder's vision, how would Steppenwolf be better? Or was he more just like... He was a bridge to Darkseid. Which I think I could have lived with that if I knew he was a bridge to Dark Side. But if I yeah, don't know, if there his was, entire purpose was a bridge to Dark Side. But if not according scene, to the cut we got. Well, yeah. If well, there was a good scene of him just walking around and talking, even if he's talking to himself about he's doing this to get back on Dark Side's good side, instead of just him randomly yelling something, this is for Dark Side while he's getting to say his hand to him. If they added a scene with him showing like internal conflict. And I'm trying to get back to good races, and this is how I'm going to do it. Give him a little more substance, and yeah, you absolutely could have had a better movie. But they didn't do that, and I don't think they're going to have it for any extended cut. Yeah, I don't think they it's will. Still, it's still going to be a, a hollow villain with no point. Yeah. You, you got to give your villain substance, too. Well, guess what? He didn't. He was, he was as hollow as the animation they used to create him. I don't... I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That whole thing seems... Because I remember reading an article where they said 
the villain was like, I was never on set with any person ever. He never interacted with a single person from the Justice League. He was only motion capture, I guess. Yeah, and voiceover. And voiceover. Syrian Hines, the guy who voiced Steppenwolf. Yeah. What? Like, how do you have a movie? That sucks. How do you have a movie like that? Same thing with, I mean, well, I don't know about Josh uh, Josh Brolin in uh, Infinity Wars. I don't know if he interacted with anybody. I don't remember. I think maybe, I don't know. I'll have to look it up. I'm not sure. But really, in, in the end, if you look at visually, if Zack Snyder's visuals are much better than the Avengers movie visuals. Well, f- yeah, for sure. Audio, he's be- he's a he's a very he's a superior auditory and visual director. Yeah, but but Justice League did not have his audio people there that he wanted. They had part small part of it. They didn't. No, edit- I think they just take. From no, what he, I understand, they much- clean house. Danny or, or what's his name? Danny Elfman. Elfman. Yeah, Danny Elfman. There's interviews with him. Where he's like super proud of what he did, and he like he he he's like I know I took over late in the process, but uh, he, he he according to him he redid everything. Yeah, he's an idiot, Danny Elfman. He's I, just I, like just like Josh. I think these are two guys <coughs> that you know they got their heads so far up their own ass they can't see daylight when it comes down to it. I mean, I think it takes a lot of balls to be like we know there's a Superman theme that's already there, but we want to we want to do a new one. And then have it actually be something that's, I think, very good and, and powerful and, and was I always was impressed by it. Where I feel like the Superman theme in the Donner versions is just like the intro and the outro and like, I know, I, I know it's like, I, I like that theme and I'm, I'm, you know, a fan of it. But the ones that they use in the, the Man of Steel and in Batman versus Superman were more poignant to the moments in the movie. As opposed to... Yeah, they were emotionally a, weighted. Yeah. Same with, like, the Wonder Woman one, where I think it, like... Dude, when, when Wonder Woman gets her music and it's, like, she's on screen, I feel, like, the electricity there. Like, it's exciting. And um, and that was one thing that Patty, Jen- or Patty Jenkins screwed up in Wonder Woman. She had this built-in theme and she didn't even put it in the right parts of the movie. You know, I remember f- when she steps up out of the... Um, what do they call those things? The trenches yeah. that they were fighting in? I forget what they call them. The trenches. Just trenches. trenches. There's yeah, another word. They're trenches. Whatever. They're in a trench fighting in World War One, and she steps out of it for the first time. Her music should have hit right there, and it doesn't. They play some other dumbass music that doesn't work. Yeah, you, you learn you learn that. Mm-hmm. I mean, look back at uh, Heath Ledger's Joker. You, you learn that That's from there. That's a perfect example. Every time he showed up, it was his violins. They dedicated a music to him, and mm-hmm. when he showed up, it was there, and it... Absolutely added to it, and it made the scenes more freaky, and it totally and uns- it was an unsettling sound. Nolan's very good at that too, and I, I think that's what makes certain directors better than others. If, where Joss uh, Whedon is just so like I don't, music. Uh, yeah, Play I don't. Now. I don't. I don't remember they didn't use that when she, um, when she, <laughs> in the beginning of Justice League, when she went after those terrorists. Did they use the Wonder Woman music there? I don't. I don't recall. I don't, I don't remember recall it either. All. I do know for a fact they did use her music. And I remember when they're fighting, uh, when Superman gets resurrected, they use the 89 Batman theme there. And they also use the uh, the original like Donner version of the Superman theme. So I just felt like it was it was another studio manipulation. Instead of it being there for the sake of the art that they're trying to create or whatever they're trying to accomplish... I just felt like it was more of a studio manipulation where they're like, we don't want to tie this to the old stuff. We don't want to tie this to Batman versus Superman. 
we just want to kind of nix no, it. Yeah, that's pretty obvious. And they probably came out and said, we don't want to use the music either because we don't want anyone to think that we are trying to tie it to the old stuff. Even though that's where you had a good story. You had a good story was being created there. We're well, that's where all the, that. the So let's ignore the story and let's ignore the music too because we're going to completely separate it. The first reports coming out of the original cut of Justice League from the executives was that it was unwatchable, which to me makes no sense. Bullshit. I think this Justice League was a reboot. (laughs) It was a reboot of the reboot. You had Batman versus Superman and then Wonder Woman, and then they rebooted it with Justice League. I kind of feel with the same actors. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it it was a complete reboot. And the studio effed it up again. Better than what? Marvel. No. No. Batman. Wrong. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's not even the best iteration. You have Iron Man. You have the best iteration of Iron Man that's ever been presented anywhere. And there hasn't one, been any. And one of the best iterations of Hulk that's ever been done versus the, I don't know, maybe second or third best Batman that's ever been there. What? He's easily then one A, one or one A. Because he's one the current A one. to who? He's the current one. I mean, you, people along your your train of thought when 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 um when when Christian Nolan's Chris, version. Yeah, Nolan's Batman. When Christian Bale was Batman, he's the greatest Batman that ever was. Everyone loves him. It's whatever Batman at the is, time. Though. I still think he, I think he's the best portrayal yeah, it's, because it's, he portrays. It's whatever Batman at the time. Now Ben Affleck is he Batman. He matches the tone of the animated series. Where Bruce Wayne was a character that Batman played, and I always thought that was the most interesting take when you watch Dark, you know, Batman the Animated Series. Bruce Wayne wasn't ever who Batman was; it was just a character he was playing. And in the Nolan versions, I feel like you got the best version of that in live action, where he was not two conflicted people. Like it's not like he's trying to be Bruce Wayne and trying to be Batman. No, he's always Batman. He just happens to play Bruce Wayne every once in a while. So anytime he was in public, he played a douchey Bruce Wayne, which I thought was one of the better examples of it. Where this Batman, Batfleck, like just doesn't even give a fuck. He shows up to a party and he's like, he doesn't even care. He's like, yeah, I'm fucking, I'm Bruce Wayne. I got money. He's awesome. Care. He, I'm not saying he's bad. I'm saying he's probably he's probably two or three. It depends on what, how much you like Keaton. He's better than Keaton. Mm. Keaton was so groundbreaking. It's hard to he's compare. He's sexier to that. than Keaton. Yeah, he's definitely sexier than Keaton. Keaton was like five nine. Batfleck is like fucking six four destroyer. Like he's it weighs two. 40 or something. Oh, no. that, that, big... that is a tough argument. You're going against what was, you know, still historically known as one of the greatest Batman of all time because it was it was the original when it came to the Batman movies. Um, that wasn't Adam West Batman. It was that first iteration of this Batman in the movies. And you, you're also dealing with a lot of nostalgia there that you're fighting too. You know, it's great for nostalgic reasons. Michael Keaton, um, Jack Nicholas. Nicholson. Nicholson, Nicholas. Nicholas is the gopher. Nicholson's the actor. Um, th- I mean, they're, th- it's, this is nostalgic stuff. This is stuff that when we were kids, that was Batman. And it was this amazing thing. And then we watched it go into a total shit show. So it's nice to see a good Batman again. Is he the best Batman in your generation? Perhaps. Your generation is wrong. Yeah, okay. Have you ever even seen Batman, the Tim Burton directed Batman? Yep. You sure about that? Positive. So you've seen all of those movies, yes? Yep. The 89. I, I remember the Keaton ones, not so much the Kilmer and Clooney, and then Nolan. Okay. 
So at least he has some back. How about the Supermans? Have you ever seen the original no. Supermans? You've never seen the Neil Before no. Zod? I've seen... Dude, that is the, one of the greatest villains of all. Yeah. That guy is a unreal. The Neil Before Zod version of Zod is... And, and that was one of the things I had trouble getting over in the new version of... Uh, in the Man of Steel, from the comic books, I you know you know reading stuff about the comic books, you know Zod was aggressive, violent, and crazy, which is exactly who that who the actor was. Whereas the Zod in the the Richard Donner version of Superman two, the guy was like a king, like a, a regal, like he couldn't be bothered to put his hands on you because he had his minions who would do it for him, and he was just like. Kneel before Zod, like he was very regal, and the guy kicked out. I mean, the, the the I think that's a great, great movie. One of the definitely one of the best Superman, probably the best one. I would say compared, to, except for Man of Steel. Nah, I think it. Mm. You got to go back, man, and do your do your research. Do is your it in history. Blu-ray? Uh, probably the extended version is probably on Blu-ray because it was mm. a pretty big hit. Does it have the Superman theme by Hans Zimmer? <laughs> no, I'm not gonna watch it then. <laughs> wow, loser! He's just he's just gonna back and watch Pokemon instead. I choose you. I choose you, new Superman Henry Q. Noob, noob! I choose you. Oh my god! But you you did see uh, did you see the one with Brendan Ralph? Yeah, that sucked. Where he that is a sequel to those movies. I know it's a sequel. So you didn't bother to watch the original. No. You just yeah. were like, I'll just watch the sequel. I was like 12 when that came out. I didn't really care. Wow. Wow. I'm trying to think what other... So uh, the Linda Carter... No, I didn't watch that either. No, I don't think any of us have. It's a little... Yeah, it was, yeah, it was before even our time. Yeah, it was like only two seasons, too, I think. Yeah, it wasn't around I that I didn't long. watch The Flash back in the 90s. I think I did, and I think it was pretty good. I, I don't I, remember I can't that remember well, it. I, I remember liking it at the time. But you know it's it's tough because some stuff gets dated. I still think the original, uh, the eighty nine Batman, those hold up, including the one with Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. Holy cow! Yeah, that holds up. Yeah, she holds up. <laughs> she holds up very I'm, well. I wasn't a big <laughs> fan of uh, Danny DeVito at the time. Uh, his depiction of the Penguin. That the. Uh, I think that was the beginning of the cartoon Batman making it to cinema. Because yeah. it was it was that, and then right after that was Mister Freeze. It was like, and now we're going off the rails. I'm trying to think who was the no. It wasn't Mister Freeze. Was the was the was in Batman Forever. It was Riddler. Was that it Riddler? Was the Two-Face? Riddler and the worst depiction Two-Face? of Face ever. And apparently, it's really weird. Jim Carrey said on uh, I think it was on Howard Stern show, came and said that uh, to this day Tommy Lee Jones hates him. And any even at one point while they were filming, they were filming their scenes and they had a bunch of scenes together. And he gets a hug from Tommy Lee Jones and Tommy Lee Jones goes, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I, and, and Jim, Jim Carrey's like, I don't really know why he hates me to this day. But I mean, maybe because he thought he was a scene stealer because you can kind of tell. In when they're acting together in some of those scenes that they're trying to steal scenes from each other, like out crazy each other, but it does it, it, that movie. But that that, that, that that did help though. I mean, the two of those going back and forth and trying to take each other's thunder, it did help. It makes it a watchable it, it absolutely movie. Made Otherwise, a watchable it would have been. It. I mean, it's a horrible. Like, it's not a good movie, but they make it watchable. 
And the oh man, that movie is just awful. Uh, the 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 villains in that movie were definitely more interesting than the heroes. Yeah, <laughs> Clooney. Clooney was the worst. That's not Batman. the one. Clooney was it. Uh, that's the one that uh, Val Kilmer was in, right? No, no, that was Clooney. That was Clooney's Clooney. Was ba- with, with Clooney's Batman. Clooney was uh, Chris Batman O'Donnell. And Robin. Chris O'Donnell is Robin, and that was where they brought back early. Riddler. No, Alicia where, Silverstone. Yeah, but isn't that where Riddler and uh, Riddler and Two Face was the one? Riddler with Two Face. Those no, forever is the one with uh, with Mister Freeze and Poison Ivy. No, that's Batman and Robin. Okay, you're, but you're fought, you're swapping. Them. I got the names backwards, but but yeah. but I have the guys right. Yeah. Kilmer is is definitely in the one with Kilmer is with, with Riddler and Two Face. Yes, yes. Clooney is Mister Freeze and Poison Ivy and Bane and Bane. Though also the worst depiction wow. of Bane ever. I can't even keep track of these movies. How bad? They were well, Because they so were bad. so bad. I, I, I can't remember now. I remember that one iteration of the Batmobile that was like, it was like a, a skeletal Batmobile with carnival lights underneath it. And I, that was, weird. was that, I think that was Clooney's Batmobile. I'm not just, a I can't remember which the, one was which. That's another thing. Like people usually make a big deal out of the Batmobile. Not that big of a fan of the Batmobile that Batfleck drives. I don't mind the other things that he has, like the the the, the what is it, the Fox Bat or something like that, Night the crawler. Flying Fox. The Nightcrawler was a little weird. I, I'm not. I'm not yeah, gonna... well, I don't know why he had to have this four legged crab. crab thing. Yeah, I don't know. That was a little weird. The crab. It's it cool. could have just been a I tank, guess. like. Tank tracks work too. I guess I couldn't climb up a wall. I don't know what was going. On. It might have been cool if it was a tank, and then like Cyborg reformed it into a crab thing. Like that might have been cool because Cyborg was that is he, is he able to do stuff like that. Like, that would have been could reconfigure it, but they didn't do that. He just like took it over. You know that scene was cut too. Also, so they're like he's like the troop transport won't travel that fast, and Cyborg's like with me it will, and then he's just sitting there For talking reasons. to him. <laughs> And the thing, he's not actually making it fly faster. He's just sitting there talking Chatting to them. Chatting it up with them. And, and they're showing turbulence. And like when it turbulence hits, the characters look at each other like, is that good or bad? But they never explain whether or not it's good or bad. It's, it's another completely empty, you know. It's Just because. Didn't follow its own plot line. And then it was just there just because. Yeah. Another ho- ho- hollow, hollow point in that movie that made it. So amazing that Noob Noob thinks it is. It's better than... Uh, so we've clearly established, and we already knew the answer to this argument, that Hulk smashes Batman. So we've established that Avengers, when Whedon wants to do it right, he can do an okay job. I do think, looking back, that uh, it devalues, to me, it devalues the original Avengers, is not as... It's, I like it. It's still a good movie. <clears throat> but it's not as good as it was now that I know that Whedon is like a one-trick pony. It makes Age of Ultron... makes me think that Whedon just couldn't handle a more complicated plot. And it makes me, again, wish that we had a better Justice League. So I think we kind of hit all the bases. Does uh, anybody want to make any more points out of this long... Uh, belabored argument. Noob Noob would like everyone to know that Justice League is a better movie just because it <laughs> just is. Because it just is. because it, it is. It's just better. It just is. It better characters. It just is. 
Better my visuals. argument, the only argument you had that you had any points on was characters, and that was it. Characters, visuals. Just... No, nope. visuals are not better. Nope. Only in the very few scenes that that what's his face was allowed that Zack Snyder was allowed to keep were they better. But the ones that were so bad, like the Batman scene in the beginning, was so bad it offsets how good his other visuals are, and the scene in the bubble also offsets that. The, the, Let's talk in a bubble. The, the nightmare that was bad. Nightmare. What nightmare? The, what are you talking about? When they turned the sky red and the oh, purple you're talking tentacles. About the, end, the purple the tentacles. End. Yeah. The bad CGI yeah, there. Yeah, that was bad. So were the Chitari. Mm, get, destroying New York City was much more interesting. Way more interesting than purple tentacles. Still, still. Both equally not that interesting. Either way, I just, will ju- say. Either I, way, Justice League is better. So I don't really know what the point is. Just because. Just because. Just so, you guys just like, were just bloviating for an just, hour and a half just of saying like how plot. great Avengers is, and it's just Justice League is better. Just, just like the plot moved on for reasons, Justice League is better for, for reasons. reasons. And reasons is all you need, people. <laughs> reasons. reasons are all you need. Well, I guess that's gonna wrap it up for us here at Orku. We're gonna the, wrap it up the for reasons. Debate. Yeah, we're just gonna wrap this up. And the for reasons, reasons being, Justice League is better. <laughs> Just reasons. So, uh, again, uh, let's go around the table, see if anybody has anything to plug. Noob, noob. Um, save puppies, and hopefully net neutrality doesn't pass, because that'll suck. Yeah, if net neutrality doesn't pass, then say goodbye to work. <laughs> I'm just going to sell my cameras and just go to work a regular 9-to-5 job at that point, because there's no reason anymore. They'll give us no chance to... But until that happens... ScottWillKillYou.com and KeeblerMedia.com are still very much around. Scott Will Kill You. Uh, YouTube is still very much around. Uh, new content's dropping on that. Got some more shorts coming very soon. And all the other little fun, silly stuff that I've done is uh, still up there for your viewing pleasure. Uh, that's it. That's it for you. Uh, for us, we are going to keep dropping our podcasts. And, uh, you know, the way these things nowadays, especially if net neutrality is going through, is word of mouth. You know, do us a favor here. If you enjoy us, share us with your friends. Uh, send them the podcast. I know it's pretty easy to share. And uh, there's definitely more episodes of the podcast than the TV show. But you can also enjoy us on YouTube if you like to see me dressed in hobo attire or if you want to see me dressed like Indiana Jones. I'll also dress like any other character you may suggest. Um, please feel free to comment or tell us or Twitter us or whatever those other things that we have. Um, telegram us. I'm a big fan of that. I'm also a big fan of uh, the Pony Express. So if you want to send me a letter, um, feel free to address it to us here at ORQ and just uh, say somewhere in Pennsylvania they'll find us. <laughs> you can also go to, if you didn't want to contact us, you can go to Keebler Media. I do have a contact page there. So there is that possibility. And yes, share us as much as you can. You know, share us with your friends, share us with your family, share us with your mothers. Um, and your girlfriends. Because trust us, if law goes the way we don't want it to, we're not going to be able to afford to do anything else. And how else will we continue to kill you with our reviews other than to uh, support us uh, here at the Orc University? Uh, the other thing I was going to promote is uh, some of the jokes that we do in the show, aside from having the TV show, we may actually try to animate some of them just for your own viewing pleasure. We don't know if we're going to put them in the show itself or we're going to run them as, as separate skits. I guess it all depends on how busy Scott is. Yeah, it just depends on how busy Scott is and what time he decides to show up. So uh, from us here at Orcu, 
Uh, again, we love y'all. Oh, Justice League is so much better than Avengers, guys! What? <laughs> and hang tight, everybody. Justice League!